Hi, this is Michelle Metz again. And as a reminder, I am in my 18th year as an elementary music educator in an urban district with a very high population of ELLs. I am continuing on to podcast number two um, concerning the article written by Barry McLaughlin for the University of California in 1992, Myths and Misconceptions About Second Language Learning, What Every Teacher Needs to Unlearn. So today I'm going to be talking about Barry's myth number two, the younger the child, the more skilled in acquiring a second language. So according to our author, some researchers take a younger is better position and argue that the earlier children begin to learn a second language, the better. However, at least with regard to school settings, the research literature does not support this conclusion. So again, younger not, is not necessarily better. Let's find out what he found with looking at some of these, this research data. He takes a look at several European studies where students are learning foreign languages. Now, this is an important point that I will touch back on. Again, he's looking at European studies and he's looking at children who are already in their native countries learning foreign languages. So he took a look at some studies, including British children learning French, Swedish children learning English, Swiss children learning French, and Danish children learning English. Again, European children in their native countries learning a foreign language. So generally, these studies reflected that students learning a foreign language at a later adolescent age perform better on tests of second language proficiency than the children who had begun at an earlier age. He admits that the findings may reflect the mode of language instruction used in European countries, where heavy emphasis has traditionally been placed on formal grammatical analysis. He goes on to state that older children are more skilled in dealing with such an instructional approach. Again, of course, the longer we've been in school, the more accustomed we are to patterns of learning and, and patterns of how teachers teach. He also addresses that pronunciation is one aspect of language where the younger is better hypothesis may have validity. A number of studies have found that the younger one begins to learn a second language, the more native like the accent one develops in that language. I'm gonna come back to that again in a few minutes. Um, this may be because pronunciation involves motor patterns that have been fossilized in the first language and are difficult to alter after a certain age because of the nature of neurophysiological mechanisms involved. It may also be that we do not understand very well how to teach phonology in a second language. That's an interesting point. I wonder how my colleagues in ESL would feel about that. Um, the research suggests that younger children do not necessarily have an advantage over older children, and because of their cognitive experience, experiential limitations when compared to older children, they're actually at a disadvantage of how quickly they learn a second language. Um, so, McLaughlin states, so what does this mean for the teacher? He states that instruction of children with limited English proficiency in the United States involves different considerations from foreign language instruction in Europe, which as an elementary educator in the United States with a large ELL population, my brain immediately went to, why are you looking at studies of children in their native countries learning foreign language when you kind of want to swing this back around to teachers in the United States? So that, that did kind of confuse me a little bit, honestly. Um, and here again, he says, language minority children in American schools need to master English as quickly as possible while at the same time learning subject matter content. This suggests that in an American context, early exposure to English is called for. Thank you, Barry. I was waiting for you to say this. Um, however, because second language acquisition takes time, 
children will continue to need the support of their first language where this is possible so as not to fall behind in content area learning. But teachers should not expect miracles of their young English language learners. So again, I'm coming from a place where language acquisition means students coming to America from non-English speaking countries and territories. So we live in a world where educational resources are far from ideal. So when he kind of says, you know, because children are learning content, they need the support of their first language as much as possible. Um, you know, I hate to be a closed mind think minded thinker. I think I'm more of a realist and saying, okay, resources and funding for education are low. How are we going to support the myriad of languages that are coming into our schools? I mean, is every teacher going to learn 11 languages in order to support that? It's just really challenging. So, you know, obviously when I watch a kid come in, in order to, you know, stay on grade level or at least attempt to stay on grade level, learning English so that they can learn in their regular core curriculum classes, you know, is going to be really important. Obviously, there's a lot of ESL pullout and there's support with, you know, support and the coinciding of what the ESL teacher is doing as what the, you know, the classroom teacher is doing. But anyhow, so again, my mind is not thinking, oh, well, how soon should we start them? No, we have to start them right away when they get here. This isn't, a, this isn't really an aspect of, okay, when should we start? No, they need to start immediately. So I would argue the younger student, the less confusing adapting to a new language may be. In my experience, my youngest students surprised me the most with their gains. Students who were in the silent period recently seem to gain confidence in everyday interactions in English. You can almost see the light bulb go on. You really can, it's, it's really remarkable. Um, perhaps because some academic subjects are more simple and vocabulary is more simple, it is less challenging for the young students to adapt. And some of my experience is certainly with um, some of my first graders who, you know, at the beginning of the year, they're shy, they're quiet, and in just a few months, they are chatting your ear off, which is wonderful to see. The light bulb went off, and again, perhaps content is manageable, and the younger, the better, because they're not trying to understand incredibly con complex vocabulary or concepts. Maybe it's, you know, coming here at a younger age is probably more advantageous for them picking up language because it's perhaps again, less complicated. So I agree with the author and that teachers should not expect miracles. Again, we wanna be realistic. We wanna meet each child where they are and learn about them as much as we can and, you know, treat them with respect. But any quality educator is gonna create a rapport with each student and they're gonna create a classroom environment that lowers the effective filter as well as provide rich and meaningful opportunities to learn. So again, the studies that he found, the younger child, the more skilled in acquiring a language. Hmm, I'm not sure that it's relevant to me as a teacher because I am not teaching foreign language. I am teaching, you know, I am working on students learning English in a new country. So it's a slightly different ball game. So anyhow, well, thank you so much for listening to myth number two, the younger child, the more skilled in acquiring a second language.